We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Twenty minutes a day, three hundred sixty-five days a year. This is the Pack a Day podcast. What's up, Packer fans? Welcome into the Pack a Day podcast. I'm your host Andy Herman. You can follow me on Twitter at Andy Herman NFL. Hope your holiday weekend is going well. Happy Memorial Day. Appreciate you joining me on this holiday edition of the Pack-A-Day podcast. Have a great show lined up for you today. And my main topic today is going to be five Packers who are in need of bounce back seasons. And this isn't necessarily to put back to back like negative episodes. Uh, You know, if you listened in yesterday, uh, you know, yesterday I you know, went over, you know, some mistakes or maybe missteps that I think the Packers have made so far this offseason, even though it's an offseason that in general I like quite a bit. Um, This is not meant to be really a negative episode. This is meant to be a hopeful episode, an episode where we're looking at some players who could really bounce back and help the Packers this upcoming season. Last year, this time, we were talking about Preston Smith very much in this regards, right? So we were discussing Preston Smith having a really disappointing you know, 2020 season and really hoping that he was going to bounce back and have a really nice 2021. Well, guess what? That happened. Could actually say the same thing about Dean Lowry as well. Really disappointing 2020. Started off 2021 a little bit rocky, but from about what, like week five, six, somewhere around there on, had a really nice remainder of the season, which is why he's currently still on the roster as well. So there were a variety of players who did have bounce back seasons a year ago. And these are a handful of players that I think are capable of having a bounce back season this year as well. And this is always going to happen in some capacity, right? So there will ultimately be Packers this season who have a down year from what they performed a season ago. That's just the nature of the beast. There will be new players who step up like a Devondre Campbell and Razul Douglas did a season ago. There will be rookies who inherently are great additions to the team. There will be players who disappoint. There will be players who regress, all of it, right? We're going to see some aspect of that. So again, this is a hopeful episode in the fact that hopefully these players bounce back and are really able to be solid contributors to the Packers this upcoming season. Couple honorable mentions before we get into the top five. Jordan Love is an honorable mention. I think you can safely say that up until this point, Jordan Love hasn't lived up to first round expectations, right? 
Some of that not of his own fault, including having a rookie season that uh, he didn't get rookie minicamp, OTA, training camp, etc. No preseason. That I think set him back. And then I don't think he was always necessarily put in the, the you know some real great situations when he did get in a season ago. But I still think Green Bay would like him to take a step in the right direction. And I think year two was not what the Packers were really hoping for when it came to Jordan Love. So we'd love to see him have some sort of bounce back. Amari Rodgers is another. I didn't want to put him in the top five because again, that's a rookie season as a wide receiver. That's a difficult position. And quite frankly, we didn't get to see him a ton as a wide receiver, right? We primarily saw him as a returner. I would love to see him have a bounce back as a returner, but this is a second year wide receiver. And again, I'm willing to give a little bit more accident forgiveness for a rookie a season ago. My other honorable mention, you could really say the entire special teams, right? Like you would like to see the entire special teams have a bounce back. However, very difficult to say bounce back because when was the last time they were actually good? So that's a totally different discussion uh, for another day. But those are my honorable mentions, Jordan Love, Amari Rogers, and the entire Packers special teams. But there are five that I do think are worth covering. And the first one is probably going to be a bit controversial because if I'm being honest and transparent, this list for me would be players who struggled a season ago, didn't hold up their end of the bargain, did, you know, either just played poorly or didn't play up to their expectations, those sort of things. And this player is not that at all. And this player, the only thing they have to bounce back from is injury. And generally, I wouldn't put that type of player on this list. And that's David Bakhtiari. And it should also be noted that when he did play in his very limited snaps against the Lions, he looked like David Bakhtiari. So when he was in the game for whatever, you know, what, 20 snaps or whatever that he was in, he looked great. But he only played in 20 snaps or ish, right? And he's been now out for over a year and a half. And it is nothing short of imperative to the Green Bay Packers that David Bakhtiari, he doesn't have to be all pro David Bakhtiari, right? But that he plays in the games that matter and that he is good. Like he doesn't, he probably even really good, right? But like they need him as that stalwart left tackle, like the guy that they can trust on this offensive line. Elton's going to be coming back from injury at some point. That could be well later in the season. They need their anchor on this offensive line that can just provide that great pass pro for Aaron Rodgers' blindside and just be the person that sets up everyone else. He's like the Packers' cleanup hitter on that offensive line. He makes everyone around him better. It makes defenses play differently. When you have that caliber of player at left tackle, it just sets your entire offense and offensive line up for success. And this is very clearly nothing to do with David Bakhtiari, in regards to anything that he did wrong. I do not believe that he did not rehab at a million and one percent. I don't believe that he didn't put every ounce of his being into getting back on the field as quickly as possible. It just didn't work out. And sometimes that happens. But I'll say it one more time. It is imperative to the Packers' ultimate success this season that they have a semi-healthy David Bakhtiari who can be a good left tackle for this team. This offensive line has two dominant players potentially in Bakhtiari and Elton Jenkins, both returning from injury. 
And then you have, I think John Runyon Jr. is a good player. I think Josh Myers is going to need to take a step in year two. You got a lot of rookies and second year players and sort of unknowns. Royce Newman, you're not sure. Yash Nyman, you're not sure. Sean Ryan, Zach Tom, like Rashid Walker. Like you just don't know with a lot of these players. It's going to take a little bit of time to figure that out. And I trust Luke Buckets and Adam Stenovich to be able to get a good offensive line out on the field. But come playoff time, we've seen you need a bit more than that. And it's going to also be imperative that this running game has a resurgence, not necessarily just like, I think Green Bay had an okay running game a season ago, but they didn't have the explosive runs that you really need to have a successful offense that makes teams pack in the box, that makes them have to stop you, which sets up your play action. That's the start of where this Packers offense needs to get going is in the run and with those explosive runs. That sets up everything else. And a healthy David Bakhtiari on the left side of that offensive line would do wonders for all of it. Pass pro, running, explosive runs. You need David Bakhtiari in there. So while it is of no fault of his own, it is incredibly important that David Bakhtiari has a bounce back from that injury and is healthy and ready to go. Listen, does it really matter if he's ready to go even even in the first half of the season? Probably not. But come the second half of the year and come playoff time, they need David Bakhtiari. And because of that, he needs to have a bounce back from his injury more than anything else. Number two on my list is Mason Crosby. Mason Crosby had a really tough year a season ago. And some of that was the special teams surrounding him, right? He never had a good long snapper. Bajorquez was a terrible holder. They had terrible wings on the field goal unit, which we're not even going to go into or talk about because we can't, because we still have PTSD from that whole thing. So a lot of everything around him crumbled. But at some point, as a veteran kicker, you just need to make your kicks. Now, I'm not saying if a if a you know defender is flying in at a million miles per hour and blocks your kick that that's on Mason Crosby. That is not. But if, even if the rhythm is a little bit down and the hold isn't perfect, if you're kicking a 30-some yarder, you got to get that thing through the uprights. And I understand the nuance and the timing and how important that is to the entire operation. But you're a veteran kicker, and even if the laces are facing you and it's slanted, you know, slightly the wrong way, within 40 yards you need to put that through the uprights. And Mason Crosby didn't do that a season ago, at least not with consistency. His 73.5% field goal percentage was the lowest of his career. 25 of 34 on field goals, nine total misses. He was nine of 13 from 30 to 39 yards. He missed four field goals or or, you know, I know some of these were blocks too, but four field goals that were ultimately missed from 30 to 39 yards. He was only four of eight from 40 to 49 yards, which means eight of those misses were from between 30 and 49 yards, which is really the money distance for a kicker. You better be making everything 29 and under and 50 and over. Once again, you get a little bit of accident forgiveness on those kicks. You're not expected to make everything. 30 to 49 is where you really make your money. And he had eight misses from that range a season ago. He also missed two extra points, which means he missed 11 kicks total. And also his touchback percentage on kickoffs was his lowest since 2014. So everything surrounding Mason Crosby went to hell a season ago. And once again, Green Bay is going to need a reliable kicker in all phases. 
the one thing Green Bay special teams could count on, even when they've been abysmal, is, all right, but we've got Mason Crosby. You can go out there, you can trust him, and he's going to make his kicks. Even that fell apart on special teams a season ago. Rich Bisaccia, Mason Crosby, Pat O'Donnell, Stephen Wordle, Jack Coco, or Jake, whatever, all of them need to do whatever they can to make sure that this extra point field goal, all of it, runs without a hitch, and Mason Crosby's got to do his job in putting the ball through the uprights. A, you know, potentially career-altering year for Mason Crosby. I know his career is whittling down in some capacity anyway, but you would love to see it end on Mason's terms and not Green Bay have to make a move because he's just not the same player, right? So definitely cheering on Mason Crosby. He's been a consummate Green Bay Packer, and you want to see him have at least one more huge year at kicker. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Number three is Darnell Savage, and I talked a little bit about this yesterday, but last season he was my second lowest graded defender, my fourth lowest graded overall player on the Packers, a negative 4.15 grade, and just didn't live up to the tape that he put on and the play that he put on the field in 2020. In 2020, he was a very good safety. In 2021, he was a very below average safety, and that's a huge difference. The difference between a basically plus four player to a minus four player is huge. That's you know, going out and being an above average player week in and week out or being a below average player more often than not. And that's again, a very huge difference. And this defense is set up to really be the catalyst to what could potentially be a Packers Super Bowl season. And we all know one weak link can ruin that, right? And I don't think Darnell Savage is the player that's going to be enough of a weak link that teams can just constantly attack him or he's going to make enough mistakes to, you know, 
make the rest of the defense not good. <clears throat> but I do think that he needs to improve from what he put on the field a season ago. He needs to be more consistent. He needs to make more plays. They just picked up his fifth-year option. And this is money time for Darnell Savage. You know, he's going to eventually want a long-term deal. He's going to want to be looked at as one of the top safeties in the league as a former first-round pick. Now is the time to go make your money. Now is the go time to be an impact player. I'm looking for a lot more from Darnell Savage than what he gave us in Green Bay, I should say, a season ago. Number four is Robert Tunyon. And you might be thinking, Andy, we just talked about this, right? Like if you were hesitant to putting David Bakhtiari on this list due to injury, why are we putting Robert Tunyon on this list due to injury? Well, I'm not even considering Robert Tunyon's injury in this. I'm looking at the games that he played. So I think it gets forgotten that Robert Tunyon was healthy or was he played in eight games a season ago. This was not like three games and he got hurt. He played in eight games. He had 18 catches only in those eight games on 29 targets, 204 yards and two touchdowns. His 62.1% catch percentage was down from his 88.1% catch percentage in 2020. And his yards per target went from 9.9 in 2020 to 7.0 in 2021. Now it's definitely a smaller sample size with only the eight games, but Tunyon was the star of training camp. And I don't say that just through my eyes. That was like the collective belief from people covering practice was that Tunyon was the star of training camp. He was so good. He caught everything that came his way. He looked more spry. He, he, he looked in great shape. He looked incredible. He looked fantastic. And then the season came and nothing got going. Like he had a couple drops. Like he just never got in a rhythm. And it's probably going to take Tony in a little bit of time to get back. He's not going to be re you know, ready right away to start the season in all likelihood. And when he does get back, he's probably going to have to work some rust off, those sort of things. But this offense needs playmakers. They need weapons. And Robert Tunyon in 2020 was a weapon for this offense, if even primarily as a red zone touchdown target. But you need those type of players. The red zone efficiency went down tremendously a season ago, and that's a spot where Robert Tunyon can really help pick that up. So definitely not even just including the injury, the, what he did when he was on the field was not up to his expectations from 2020 or what he did in training camp a season ago. He can play a lot better, and Green Bay is going to need a little bit of that, even coming back from injury in 2022. Last but not least, if number one was controversial with David Bakhtiari, this is probably going to be even more controversial because this player is the back-to-back -back MVP of the entire league. Aaron Rodgers needs a bounce-back season. How does that make sense? He does not need a bounce-back regular season. Listen, let's be real and let's be honest here. The Packers regular season all but doesn't matter. They've had home field. They've had the number one seed. It hasn't worked out. All I care about at this point is that Green Bay and their MVP quarterback are playing their best football come January and February. I don't really care what their record is because if unless something goes insanely wrong, they're going to be a playoff team. I don't know if that's the one seed. I don't know if that's the seven seed. I don't know if it's anything in between. And frankly, I'm not sure that I care because I don't know that I love playing in the cold for this team anymore. I just thought I'm not totally sold on it. 
I just, and I ultimately don't care where they play because I've seen Aaron Rodgers in this team go back to back to back road wins in the playoffs in 2010 to go to a Super Bowl. Is that your best way to get there? Probably not. Would I prefer to have home field advantage? I think so. But ultimately what I want is this team and this quarterback to be playing their best football in January and February. And quite frankly, Aaron Rodgers, despite being the MVP of the league over the last two seasons, has not played his best football when it mattered most. Against the 49ers three seasons ago, against the Buccaneers two seasons ago, and against the 49ers last season. He has not been at his best when his team has needed him the most. Now that Buccaneers game, he played pretty darn well in that game. It came a little bit too late and you would have liked to have seen him play a little bit more consistent. And he did have opportunities in the red zone in that game to tie the game and couldn't do it. But overall, he played pretty darn well in that game. So I'm not I'm not trying to be too harsh here, but against the 49ers this past year, 20 of 29, 225 yards, no touchdowns, no picks, five sacks, only 10 points for the offense. Was it cold? Yes. Were they ideal conditions? No. But do I expect Aaron Rodgers, who was begging and pleading to play a winter game at Lambeau Field in those conditions to play better? Yeah, I do. And he didn't. Two years ago, Again, he was 33 of 48 for 346 yards, three touchdowns, but once again, a sack or excuse me, uh, interception, five sacks, and they put up 26 points. But again, a lot of that was later in the game as they were trying to play catch up when early in the game or when they needed that touchdown late in the game, they just didn't get there. They didn't get what they needed to get. And again, you're expecting a little bit more from your league MVP. And then, you know, Three seasons ago, however you want to look at it, the 49ers, 31 of 39, 326 yards, two touchdowns, but two interceptions, three sacks, a huge lost fumble, and they only put up 20 points in that game. So Aaron Rodgers doesn't need a bounce back regular season. He's been the back-to-back MVP. He's been phenomenal in the regular season. But the season that matters for Aaron Rodgers is one of the greatest of all time. And the season that matters for the Green Bay Packers is the postseason. And as of late, Aaron Rodgers hasn't held up his end of the bargain in the postseason, and that is where he ultimately needs to bounce back. That is going to do it for me today. Appreciate you joining me. Just to recap really quick, my honorable mention bounce back, Jordan Love, Amari Rodgers, and the entire special teams, my five that need bounce back seasons in some capacity, David Bakhtiari, Mason Crosby, Darnell Savage, Bobby Tunyon, and Aaron Rodgers. Thanks so much for joining me. We'll be right back here tomorrow with an all new episode, but until next time, and as always, go Pack Go. Chapman, welcome to the Planet Premier League podcast. 
Each week, Cesc Fabregas, Nader Manua and myself talk all things Premier League. As a player, you don't have time to talk. No. You don't have time to make a plan. You just need to deal with wave after wave after wave. We watched Coach Carter and he said, oh, afterwards, the game's just about doing this for your teammates. And I remember looking around halfway through the film and half the squad was asleep. <laughs> Planet Premier League. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.